You're listening to Curated Consciously, a podcast that empowers our BIPOC and ally community to come together and dive into the work that needs to be done so we can cultivate vibrant healing environments from the inside out. I'm your host, Jasmine Rain, Curator-in-Chief and Social Entrepreneur coming at you from 9,000 feet in the Himalayas. You can connect with me in our community on Instagram at Curated Consciously and continue the conversation with us after every podcast episode in our Conscious Badass Facebook group. Now roll your shoulders back, get comfy, put the coffee on. It is time to deep dive into some thought-evoking conversation, Curated Consciously. Ah, hello everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I am overcoming a weird cold, as you can probably tell from my voice, so appreciate you hanging in there with me. But I really wanted to record this week's episode uh, solo again, um, because I think, you know, astrologically and based on like just the basic calendar, it's it's been a week. Um, you know, we saw a full moon on Thursday on the 28th. Uh, we've just entered Mercury retrograde and my goodness, have we felt the shift <laughs> uh, or the, the week leading up to it. So definitely that energy came in quite strong. I'm not sure about all of you, but you know, everyone I've really talked to has had a really interesting week, whether uh, it was, you know, just tons going on, lots of big success and, and celebration, or just overall, just hurdle after hurdle after hurdle, um, which I can definitely resonate with. I started the week with both of my puppies just falling so, so ill, um, like, oh my gosh, just all of the things and not being able to get to a vet and roads closed and we hadn't, our car hadn't arrived yet and we were waiting for someone to drive our car and then that person canceled, but still came to Manali anyways and stayed with us. So that was a little awkward and totally uncomfortable. And then having to hire a driver to get it here, you know, and then I also, I freaking spelled my best friend's last name wrong on the last podcast promo. So I have to give a, a, a whole hearted apology, Kenda, for spelling your last name wrong. I'm such a dinky sometimes. And, you know, that really, um, you know, when, when you see those little mistakes and like when you realize everything's kind of spiraling out of control, you realize that you do need to like take a step back, take a pause you know, where am I at? How am I feeling in my body? Do a body scan, focus more on my meditation. And that's really what I wanted to get into today was, you know, why intention setting and, and taking that pause and stepping into our feminine and taking care of ourselves. you know, putting time aside to actually nurture ourselves so that we can um, put positive, intentional, mindful energy towards what our day looks like, what our week looks like, what our month looks like, so that we are not, you know, just constantly rolling with the punches and being knocked the fuck out, you know? <laughs> so I wanted to, to take a pause and talk about that today, as well as um, give a quick overview of um, something Yvonne and I are so, so excited to have launched on Monday this week. So our inside out experience. So I'll get into that in a little bit, but ooh, ultimately intention setting. So the thing is, is like, you know, I'm sure everyone has been, has been kind of in the loop around 
these, you know, everyone's really talking about, you know, intentional mornings and morning rituals, morning routines, you know, setting your day up um, to go the way you want it to. And I think this is actually so, so important. And it's actually something that has um, it encouraged me to change the way that I structure my days. So previously, um, I was, you know, when I was running Hot a House and I was also working, you know, a marketing role, uh, which was, you know, the agency was based in North America. So I was up to like two in the morning and like, you know, to have to kind of work with my team to be like, okay, well we have guests and, you know, an, an 8am breakfast is probably not in the cards for me. So like, can you guys support, you know? Um, so I was usually finding myself, like I was kind of helping our guests later in the evening and my mornings were very much dedicated to me just like resting, sleeping in. But then I was finding as soon as I woke up, like there was so much going on. I was like, go, 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 go. And it was, it was honestly, it was awful. It was really, it was becoming a barrier in getting anything done because I was constantly in a rush and constantly in this mindset of like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? And not taking those intentional pauses. So in terms of talking about kind of like, you know, intentional mornings and morning routines, um, so I have a very strict one that I follow um, that I've been practicing for about three months now, and I'm I'm really proud of myself for keeping up with it. And I feel like I'm deepening my practice every day and adding new aspects that I feel are going to nurture me and also playing with that experience as well. Like when I first was like, okay, I need to get into this habit. Um, I did find that I was like pushing myself a little bit too hard and I was doing things that didn't totally resonate with me. So I think it's what's really important is like, so I want to kind of touch on kind of building a framework of like what this looks like in terms of how to like actually set yourself up with an intentional day and, and what that ritual would look like. So first I want to talk about how to actually get into a habit. Then I want to talk about how to identify kind of like the best times of your day to do things. So whether that is being productive for like work tasks versus like your, you know, your creative time versus your downtime and self-care time and being intentional around that. Cause I think it's so important because often if we're not, we just completely abandon ourselves. Um, and we really need to respect our mind, body, soul in this process, whether it is just a structure, you know, a regular structured work day or it's a creative day, because it is so hard to push through tasks, especially if they're tasks you don't want to do. When you are not you haven't kind of set your 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 body, your energy up to to move forward into those tasks. Um, and then we're going to talk about kind of goal setting, you know, d- dividing up your week. And then I'll, I'll give kind of an overview of, of how my, I, I kind of transitioned my ritual into, you know, or transformed it into something that really worked for me to, to hopefully inspire, inspire you amazing magical humans to try out new things that could be helpful for you. So first let's start with getting into the habit. So, um, first I needed to get out of the habit of, of, um, you know, sleeping in. So of course I'm still, work. I was working, I have been working up until like two or three in the morning at some nights, but I've had to, I've actually consciously made that shift. I was like, you know what? This is no longer serving me. I don't want to stay up until 3am and I want to get up early. I, you know, I moved to this beautiful mountain region. I'm living in the Himalayas. Like how can I not want to wake up with the sun and experience the most of what daylight has to offer me in these incredible views? So what I did first was I started setting an alarm. I started setting an alarm. It's so basic to get up at like nine o'clock. 
And that was really hard at first, but pushing through, really, really pushing through. And like, you know, that, that immediately turned into this process of like me needing to make coffee as soon as I fucking woke up. Um, but you know, that alarm, the alarm actually really helped me just get into this habit of understanding that, okay, the alarm has gone off. That means I need to wake myself up so that I can start my day. And also starting the day with the thought of like, okay, the reason I'm getting up early is because I want to get into a a more authentic lifestyle and and daily routine that is going to serve me best in what I want to bring to this world. And really being able to tell yourself that and kind of come up with these, these kind of, you know, kind of little spiritual, little comments and and maybe even like poems or stories you want to tell yourself in the morning to the why you're 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 changing this habit even if it's you know because I've never been a morning person um that was really really helpful for me and that actually led into some of the different things that I started doing with my morning ritual uh which was you know writing and like having different prompts so I can get my creative juices flowing which helped kind of re-energize my brain and make me excited to wake up and get to that activity um and and so that kind of helped me become more of a morning person and also being able to divide up, like if you live with your partner or roommates or your family, you know, finding ways to, if there's certain things, like for example, I, um, when I get up in the morning, I really like to clean the house as well. Like I really like to, um, you know, I, I don't usually start my work day until closer to like one because I find I need, I need the kind of like five-ish hours is that five hours? Yeah, five-ish, six-ish, I don't know. I'm not going to do math on this podcast right now. Um, But, um, you know, I realized at that time I needed it to be with myself, you know, be outside, be with my dog, spend some time with my husband because he works really late. And he's also a really, he actually, he doesn't sleep actually at all. Um, But I find, because we're all both usually working at night. So the morning was kind of, it's kind of our time to also spend, spend time together. So like cleaning, making a nice breakfast and, you know, getting excited, maybe even making like a breakfast schedule or like, you know, working with the people in your household to divvy up chores and things that need to happen in the morning so that everyone feels their best in moving forward with the day. That kind of led me into understanding, like, how do I identify, like, the best time of my day to, you know, divvy up my pr- being productive around my work tasks versus my creative tasks. So I realized that, okay, if in the morning I need to be, I need slow mornings, I need to, it takes me a while to kind of get into the groove of things. You know, I'll do my morning ritual, I'll make a big yummy breakfast, I'll go outside, spend time with the dogs, we'll clean and then, you know, I realized that by one o'clock usually, so like maybe I've had another, a, a light snack. Um, not, I'm not usually eating lunch by like 1230, but you know, maybe I've had a light snack and that's kind of helping me. Okay. I'm going to sit down with my snack and my second coffee, and I'm going to jump into the most grueling tasks for the day because I am the most energized at that point to get that done. So it's kind of like the eat the frog method where you're getting the most heavy, overwhelming, possibly hard, um, you know, lengthier tasks out of the way so that it's like a, a mini celebration once you finish that so that you can move forward. I identified that like, yeah, usually I, I found that between like one and four is my most productive time for work. And then I start to get kind of lazy. So then I'll, I'll, I'll go and sit outside for a little bit longer. So maybe I'll switch over to a creative task to kind of get my juices flowing again. And then I'll usually take a break 
um, and get back to my work because I'm working late. Usually I'm back on my computer by like six or seven. And then I'm usually on my computer till like fucking two in the morning, which is awful. And uh, which, but I'm active. I am actually putting a lot of intention and purpose around changing that and like what, um, you know, how I take on contracts and, and freelance opportunities so that it aligns more with my schedule. And I think this is also really important that I note because, um, you know, this is a little bit of a, a tangent, but when it comes to, you know, this like work, work, work behavior, you know, this like work hard, work hard and not really work smart concept, we burn ourselves out so much quicker. And I actually recently identified that there was something that I was doing in a role that I have that I just wasn't serving me anymore. And, the, you know, the timelines, the the amount of meetings and, and the times of the meetings were just not serving me in my schedule. And I was finding that myself getting really frustrated and anxious and upset and angry and like resentful of the role um, uh, that, I, that I was doing. And I decided to actually step down from that role because I was like, yes, you know, there's, you know, opening to the, opening myself up to the universe and the energies of the universe and saying like, I know that this, this role is, uh, you know, financially stabilizing myself and my family. However, it is no longer serving me and it is impacting every other area of my life except my finances. And am I going to let my finance, my finances rule how I'm feeling in my body and how I a- approach each day and how how I interact with the people that I love because it was causing so much anger and resentment and frustration. It was coming out. I was lashing out. So, you know, understanding like if there's certain things in your day, you know, ha- that are that are causing you anxiety, causing you frustration, causing you to feel like you can't actually move forward in your creative tasks or the other parts of your life that you want it, that you experience the most joy sometimes you do have to make the hard decisions and cut it off. And the thing is, is when you open yourself up to opportunities and abundance in the universe and you really let that energy in, there is no stopping the opportunities that can come your way. I actually feel like since I let the role go, a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders and it has allowed so much positive energy from other opportunities to come in. Uh, whether and 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 really be where I feel my happiest and where I experience the most joy. So more writing opportunities in you know in for industries and topics that I love and I'm passionate about, or new creative projects that actually could be very financially abundant in the near future if I really you know buckle down and focus on them. And so lots of really fun things to navigate. So when we, so bringing us a little bit back again. So when we're thinking about, you know, when am I most productive in the day and when am I most creative in the day? How do I want to, how do I want to divvy up my tasks to align them best with where my energy is at, at certain times? And then, you know, in that practice, as you start to practice that, you may actually start to feel like, oh my gosh, like there is so much tension in my shoulders or my heart chakra or, and my throat chakra, where actually I find I get a lot of tension in my solar plexus because I just, because my anxiety, that's where it seems to really clench. Um, and it also, it, it also affects like my digestive tract and um, my eating habits. So being mindful of, you know, as you're going through this process and understanding where in the day is best for you to do certain tasks, how is it impacting your physical and your energy body? And where can you start? And then you can start to actually make decisions and changes that help you live more in alignment with your purpose and be more intentional, but not just your routines, but the way that you move forward with your, with your lifestyle and what you want to be doing in this world. 
And then on top of that, I mean, I think this also adds to the daily and weekly goals aspect is, you know, I find that I... I actually recently realized that I don't really set weekly goals. I kind of have like I'm 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 a Virgo, so I'm very like structured and 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 analytic and organized with like how I approach things. So I actually have like my own <laughs> project management tool that I like load in all my tasks for the week and I organize those on Mondays and kind of understand where I'm at every day and, and you know align it with kind of the times of the day that I'm best working. Maybe a little too structured, but honestly, it's really where you feel most comfortable and where you feel. Um, where you feel most successful and rooted in those practices. But I am just a very structured individual. Um, and I realized lately that I, I do set up kind of like daily goals in terms of what I want to accomplish and how I want to feel, especially when I like during my, my morning rituals and stuff. However, I started, I realized that I don't actually set weekly goals. So this is something new that I'm, I'm starting to implement. Um, unfortunately, this was my week to like go for it. Um, however, there was so much going on with like my dogs and people staying here and just fucking chaos that it didn't happen. But um, going to be starting to implement that practice. So I'd love to hear um, from our incredible magical listeners, like how how that might look in terms of when you're setting daily and weekly goals, what that looks like. Now, to take you kind of through um, how I got into a more uh, a more fluid, authentic, and like really, really powerful morning ritual. Um, so it actually started with a few programs that I was doing later last year for my healing and my mental health. Um, and, you know, I started with, um, because I was walking Hans, my German shepherd, I would walk him out to the mountains on the corner. And there's like this beautiful view of, of, of the, the mountains in front of our house from just around the corner here. And I would, let him run around and I would look out and I would basically, you know, open up the circle and let, you know, give thanks to my ancestors, bring in the energy of the four cardinal directions, give thanks for the four elements from uh, air, fire, water, and earth. And, you know, why I was appreciative of them. Uh, let them know that we are one, you know, always, always ending my, my prayers with, and so it is. Um, and I also like to end it like with, for the good of all, because I do believe that in order for uh, us to collectively come together to heal, it, it does need to be the good for all. So that's an individual and collective and collective approach. Um, and then I would come back and I would uh, meditate. Um, and I found I was having a really hard time getting into that. So then I would start doing yoga and stretching and getting outside and I, I was kind of playing around. I played around a lot. I was looking at kind of what different people were doing, maybe reading, maybe writing. And I finally got into this beautiful flow where uh, it's basically an eight-step ritual. So the first thing I do is I wake up, I let the dogs out, I make a lovely cup of coffee for my husband and I, and then I sit down and I pull a tarot card. Um, that tarot card is followed by a reflection. So like basically a, a writing prompt to kind of get my creative juices flowing. So, um, for example, this morning I pulled a King of Swords. So, um, the King of Swords, so the Swords is one of the suits in the Minor Arcana and the sword suit is ruled by the element of air. So it's very much around mental clarity and decision-making and um, really helping you hone in on you kind of using your logic and making yeah making those decisions to kind of lead you down your right, the, your next path or, or the next step on your path. And um, when you pull a court card, which is a uh, 
page, knight, queen, or king. Um, these actually represent people in your life who are influencing you. However, they can also represent elements of you that you need to maybe work on or that need to come, you know, you, you need to come more to fruition or, you know, things to just be mindful of. So to know if it is a, per, if it's actually a person influencing you, you would actually pull a second card. So if it's another court card, so let's say I pulled a king of swords and then I pulled like a queen of wands, I would know that it's a person influencing me to think about. Whereas if I pull a king of, I pull the king of swords and I pull a second card and it is, um, a, just a, like, um, an ace to 10 in the minor arcana, or even um, uh, even if it's a major arcana card, it's actually going to be something uh, around me and like something that I need to reflect on in terms of my personality traits or something that I need to work on. So for example, yesterday, actually, I pulled the queen of wands and the second card I pulled was a king. Um, I think it was actually king, the king of swords, which is hilarious. Um, so I knew immediately that the queen of wands was representing an intuitive, creative woman that was influencing me um, in my process. And uh, what's so beautiful is that I'm, I'm part of this incredible mastermind group. And uh, last night I had a call with these amazing magical humans. And uh, I realized that they all represented that queen of wands. And it was such a powerful moment when I realized that that all came together. Um, but today the king of wands, it was actually, I pulled a, I pulled a, um, just a, and I, oh God, now I can't even remember. And now I'm getting all over the place, but I didn't pull a court, a court card. So the king of swords reminded me that it was something that I need to think about for myself. So it reminded me to kind of lead with logic. Um, you know, times are a little bit crazy right now. I need to think, you know, be leading with smarter decisions that lead me down the right path. However, you know, you know, it, it reminded me that focusing on my mental clarity and focusing on nurturing where my mind is at so I can kind of cultivate everything around me is where that courage and that 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 logical sense and making those decisions are really going to set the tone for me and help me, you know, help me move forward in the right direction. So that, of course, influenced me to write about, oh my gosh, well, there's so much going on. Like, you know, I feel like I've put a lot of focus actually into mental clarity. And it was almost like a reminder that, you know, uh, with so much, there's, we you know, launching the Inside Out experience this week and having, you know, all these amazing opportunities come my way. It's really a time for me to sit and think like, okay, where am I at? How do all of these things align with my purpose and what I want to do in this world and the joy that I want to experience? And then so that I can actually make decisions that that align best with me. So, and that actually led into me writing some poetry. So that was really, really beautiful. Um, so that's like this amazing way to kind of get those creative creative juices flowing. And then uh, the next, so that was a really long explanation of, of tarot stuff, I apologize, but I just wanted to kind of give a little bit more of an of a understanding of what that looks like because it really can bring up so much reflection and so much excitement. Like I actually get excited every morning to wake up and pull my tarot card for the day. And I ask, you know, I meditate on the card. I sage my, my space and I really ask myself, like, what is it that I need to know today? And that is what helps me move forward in my day. Um, and, and, you know, and that actually is followed by my second kind of prompt, which is to do some breath work. So I practice pranayama um, breathing techniques. I do a lot of energy breathing, conscious energy breathing. Um, so really getting my body to wake up, um, you know, really focusing on my breath, understanding where I'm at, filling my lungs with this fresh fucking mountain air. And then I'll sit for uh, sometimes, sometimes it depends on the day. Sometimes I'm like sitting for seven minutes to meditate because I, there's just so much going on and I'm, I'm overwhelmed. But I do try to sit for around 30 minutes. And that meditation could be a guided meditation. Um, so sometimes I'll, I'll look up kind of like a, a sound healing um, exercise or, or, or session or 
um, just like a guided meditation by one of the wonderful um, women of color healers that I that are in my network, and I'll definitely um, post some links to their great meditations. But yeah, that that really helps me just hone in. So I've you know I've I've done some reflection, I've done some creative writing, I've focused on my breath, I've focused on my 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 mental clarity and really hone in on where I'm at. And sometimes if I'm feeling like, like for example, today, today I'm menstruating and I feel like my body's just all over the place. So I did like a chakra alignment, um, meditation, which really helped me feel a little bit more in tuned with like, okay, sacred space. This is, you know, this is the incredible divine feminine just flowing through me. And as I sit here with a hot water bottle on my, (laughs) on my stomach, Um, but after I've gone through that meditation, I actually go outside. So that is the fourth step. I go outside, I take the pups out. Um, I just revel in the incredible sunshine and, you know, just feel that fresh air on my face and close my eyes. Look, have, you know, I've actually, I've gotten quite a tan on my face. I didn't even realize it. Someone mentioned it yesterday. I didn't realize that I just, from having those few mindful moments, with the sun just beaming on my face has made my freckles just explode. And that really gives me, like the sun's energy can give you so much to move forward in your day. Um, and that, and by that point, I'm usually either ready to take a quick stretch. Um, sometimes I'll come back and actually do some gratitude Um uh, just kind of just writing down things that I'm grateful for in a gratitude journal. And then I follow it with a yummy, yummy, nutritious breakfast. So that is my eight step morning ritual that I am you know, so dedicated to. And I hope, I hope you find that there's some elements in there. Um, but I feel like breathwork and meditation are huge and finding time to be creative. Cause often, you know, sometimes we're like, oh, I'm not even a good writer or, oh, I'm, you know, I don't have time to write or I don't have time to be creative. But when you get into a habit of putting those creative juices down, it's incredible how that energy manifests in your body and, and, and gets you excited about getting outside, getting, you know, focusing in on where you're at in your body, meditating, doing the breath work so that you, by, by the time you really do start your day, you are full of light, full of energy to take on whatever the fuck is there that you need to do and really move through the day feeling grounded and joyful and beautiful because you've been able to experience beauty both internally and externally. So that is, you know, some of the ways that I'm setting intention every day. And I would love, 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 like, please do leave comments on the podcast page. Um, you know, let reach out on Instagram and Facebook. Let us know, like, what is it that you're doing to, you know, create these habits for yourself that continually nurture you, your body, mind, and soul so that you're approaching every day with just vibrant, abundant energy and love and joy? Because I think, oh, fuck, for too long, I have, I honestly, for too long, I have let anxiety and stress and resentment and anger rule my days and completely shift who I am, like to a point where you, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, why are you so miserable? Like, why are you so unhappy? So being intentional, like, I know it sounds like, well, that sounds too easy. It, it, it's not, it's not easy, but it's so necessary. And you'll be so grateful for it. If you feel like you're suffering from a lot of, especially if you're in lockdown, I know a lot of my family is in Ontario, Canada, and the lockdown is so intense. So I I highly recommend implementing some of these practices into your day. And you will feel so much more grateful because at the end of the day, like, we only have one life. Every second, we're getting closer to the end of it. We need to embrace everything we have to offer and everything this 
beautiful Mother Earth has to offer us. And that leads me to our Inside Out experience. So um, if you haven't already checked it out, um, so basically Yvonne and I are uh, beta testing our digital courses we have been working on, and I'm so freaking excited to tell you more about them, but they're really about supporting you in bringing your magic to life so you can heal yourself and the planet and bring to life all of everything that you want to do in terms of your purpose, your activism, how you show up in the world. And so with the Inside Out experience, it is a four-week journey for 15 magical humans. So we're looking for a beautiful, diverse community, specifically women of color and allies who are struggling to enter this transformative journey because they are so, they're so set back by, you know, uh, ancestral stories that don't serve them or communities that don't, can't empathize or respect where they're at, or honestly, just in general, wanting to do the work, which is, you know, wanting to do the work is the hardest part. Like wanting to live a conscious, mindful, intentional lifestyle is so heavy. And it, and, and it feels like you can't like embrace the joy. And it feels like the community is actually very dominated by, by white folk and an inaccessible language, especially for women of color who um, have not had the privilege to be educated or, or access education or, you know, understand all of these concepts. Like I'm still struggling to understand a lot of concepts out there and, and constantly doing the work to research. But I also realize that it's so important that we build a safe, sacred space for women of color, which we are now just calling magical humans because we're fucking tired of having to colonize ourselves with this language. Like we're constantly putting ourselves in these boxes of like, oh, I'm BIPOC, I'm a woman of color, I'm a Latina, I'm a mixed race woman, I'm a black woman. I'm a magical fucking human with such a diverse, incredible story. And we need to fucking rid ourselves of these labels so that we can move forward with lightness and gratitude and bring our energy out into the world so we can manifest our purpose on this planet, which is usually serving ourselves and serving others. And what's so important about this four-week journey together is it's really about understanding that, yes, this work is hard. It's necessary, but it can be navigated in a way that is joyful and, and abundant and nurturing so that we are constantly navigating towards finding our north and reconnecting with Mother Earth and aligning ourselves with what we need to thrive. And really that's embedded in honoring ourselves, honoring our worth, and really showing up as our authentic selves in this world. And, you know, it's not really possible to do all that if we don't understand that everything in this world is interconnected. So that's what we're really discovering in this four-week experience. And uh, every week we'll be focusing on different aspects. Um, so in our first week, we'll be really observing where we're at. So, you know, identifying our core values so we can understand, or sorry, identifying our core needs so we can, under we can explore our core values and kind of auditing where we're at so we can build a life in alignment with those values and then clarifying and deepening, deepening what those what our intentions are personally and professionally for for living out those values. Then in the second week we're going to talk we're going to dive more into like conscious habits. So really implementing intentional daily routines that nurture our needs, analyzing current behaviors and habits that are either serving or not serving us and understanding how to transform those and shift them. And then exploring our connection to self, people, planet and of course material objects. I feel like with as women of color our connection to money, literally like financial abundance is so fucking complex because we've been handed down these ancestral stories and been told these, these narratives by even just like our parents that, that really don't serve us and have been actually blocking us from getting us from, from obtaining what we deserve and what we need and what we want so that we can live our life in alignment. 
that's what we'll be discovering in, in week two. And then in week three, we'll be exploring more of like our external environment. So exploring um, the energies of like where we live and how and, and, and our, our home spaces and the spaces that we show up in and how to manifest, but like actually how. So like, you know, talking about the magic of it, but also the practical aspects of it and how to actually create sacred and, and sacred spaces for healing and peace. And then in week four, our final week together, we're actually going to be building out our own conscious living guides for helping us live more authentically and connected to our purpose. So that's really connecting our rituals, our routines, and our behaviors to our activism and how we show up and really removing all that tangible and intangible toxicity and clutter from, from our lifestyles. Uh, the commitment is, you know, every, every day we'll have kind of cultivation uh, cultivation book prompts. So in your cultivation book, you'll be doing conscious journaling and exercises with us. There'll be daily meditations and things that we'll be doing individually as well as as a community. Um, so we recommend putting like one to two hours a week aside for all those cultivation activities. And then we'll be meeting every week on Saturdays for a one hour call as a community to really collectively come together and absorb what's been happening. Um, exp you know, let out anything that really needs to come out. You know, it can even be a rant if it needs to, but there'll also be structured time to really support each other and creating this, this magical sisterhood that allows us to really move forward and thrive in our lifestyle and live in alignment. So that is a quick sneak peek at the Inside Out experience. And we are so fucking grateful to bring this to you. Um, we'll be kicking off uh, March 1st. So it's four weeks. Uh, you're only you're only showing up uh, like four live calls uh, once a week. And then everything else is really, um, you can do individually. You can share it with our community on our, on our Facebook group. But from March 1st to 28th, we are supporting you in this journey. And um, if you'd like to learn more and to sign up, Jump over to creditconsciously.co slash inside out. I'll include it in the show notes. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, DM us, Facebook us. Um, we are always there to support you. And Yvonne and I are so excited um, and to, to be offering this for the first time. Like I have goosebumps just talking about it. And uh, yeah, so I really, really look forward to seeing our incredible listeners in there. I, I want to see your faces. I want to hear your stories. I want to support you in finding your alignment. So join us for the Inside Out Challenge this March. And um, I hope you have an incredible day, an incredible week. Set those intentions. Start building those morning routines. And if you need any support, we got you. We're here for you. Inhale the goodness exhale the bullshit thank you for listening and thank you for doing the work with us if you're still feeling a little heavy after listening to today's episode join us on the conscious badasses facebook group that is your safe inclusive healing space to connect with the community that gets it together we dive deeper into each topic with reflection questions there's additional resources there available for you and overall it's just an incredible space for you to let it all out especially if you feel like you don't have the right community during this time to access the group, just hit us up at facebook.com slash groups slash conscious badasses. And of course, you can always find the link right in the show notes. Now, don't forget to breathe, eat your veggies, and if it feels just a little too heavy, take an intentional pause. What can you do to feel a little lighter, a little brighter? You got this. <laughs>